Welcome to the More Tea Vicar podcast from B&A Church in Bristol with James Stevenson and Wayne Massey. At this podcast, we talk culture, theology and life. Um, the aim is to help you follow Jesus or discover the difference following Jesus can make in the world that we all find ourselves living in. Now, this is coming out after Easter, although we are recording it before Easter. So um, I hope you've enjoyed your Easter eggs if you've been eating them and what we thought we'd talk about today is um a few weeks into um the easing of lockdown restrictions and being able to see people um in our gardens in groups of six and um and what that's going to be like james why why did we think we want to talk about that i I think we're just conscious that people's functionality is less than what it might have been i've noticed a few things that we've run people have have struggled to turn up on time and with all the things that they normally would do um, and need for that and um, I noticed that's the case in our house as well and, and so instead of just getting up and walking across the house in our pajamas which quite a lot of us have been able to do in order to go to work we've got to do stuff um, and 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 that's different but beyond that functionality I think it raises questions for us about how we relate to each other uh, we we noticed yesterday our eldest son sitting in the garden with one of his friends and they were just on their phones and and it provoked a conversation for Nikki and I about whether that was a natural thing for teenagers to do or whether actually the fact that they hadn't been used to being in each other's company meant that they weren't confident making conversation um so I, I think that there are those types of questions that I think we all need to be thinking about, especially, the, I suppose, from a Christian point of view in the context of what it means to love one another. You know, we've had the challenge of loving one another with those closest to us. But then what does it look like to be spending time with people that we're not used to be not used to spending time with and, and genuinely connecting with them? So I think the first thing to say is, <clears throat> listening to you is like, I just coughed, sorry, everybody. It wasn't a COVID cough. The first thing to say is I think uh, it's um, linking it to like the, a normal September. You know, like when September starts every year, if you've got school-aged children, and yeah. it takes till about October half term before everybody feels normal again, because that, you know, the, those sort of five weeks of the summer, we've all kicked back. And essentially, we've lost our match fitness. Um, and boy over the course of a year and plus will we have lost our match fitness of around how around how we are with other people and but therefore it means that even the most extroverted people it means that um social interactions will be more tiring than they would have been a year ago yeah that kind of thing so that i think is the first thing to be aware for yourself and for others and there will be aspects because you know you talked about your teenager or one of my teenagers has just kicked into kind of normal social interaction you know um as it is and, and so on one level you're going to have to push your teenager to put a phone down and to talk to people and that might be close to wired to how he is and the other one we might have to push our teenager not to talk to too many people and that might be because of how she naturally is does that mean so i can see i can see us going to extremes of our characters so the first one i think yeah it's match fitness is is, is it might be that you see somebody on day one and day two and on day three you realize you just need to be on your own that's all right but then i think we also need to be honest and recognize that um other children that we have um, because of their autism um, have uh, have naturally enjoyed aspects of lockdown because it's removed the social unpredictability. 
and they so they they have found um, aspects of life in lockdown much easier because they're not seeing people they don't know on a regular basis the people that are closest to them behave in ways that are consistent um, and and we and they know how to deal with each other in the context of the uncertainties of of social communication so body language um, uh, inferences um, and we can cope with what is termed as their mind blindness when they don't necessarily understand what's going on around them and can't can't think and understand what somebody else might be thinking but actually i think what i've seen is that in many respects um those of us in in our household who might be termed neurotypical who, who aren't autistic have have begun to take on behaviors that are are more similar to the one who's autistic in that we've we've we aren't used to spending time with other people. So we, we've <clears throat> sometimes found it difficult to understand how other people think. Um, and we, we, we don't find it as natural to spend long periods of time talking with, with people because we, as you said, we've lost that match fitness. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm conscious actually as, as we emerge from lockdown um, that actually there's a, there's a need to think about how other people see things differently to us, especially um, because that's not something that we've had to do. We've been with people that think more similarly to us and we've been at close quarters with people. And so there's a stretch coming um, as we emerge out of lockdown. Now, the temptation in, I think, for us all will be... Um... It we'll use the phrase the loved ones, but it will be actually to spend time with um, the easy people. Yeah. Uh, although our family, <laughs> if you're listening and you're my family, um, yeah, read into that what you will. But no, but the temptation will be to, to spend time with the easy people. Um, as in, um, and, and actually there's something about the gospel that talks about in Jesus, one whole new humanity. And yeah. so for those of us who are followers of Jesus, it's to um, it's actually to make sure that we're spending time with everyone, you know, or with with across the spread of, you know, not just to kind of like looking at the church family or looking at our friends going, oh, they're the people who I know it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be hard work or they've not got any struggles in their life at the moment or, you know, and yeah. so I'll, yeah, they will feed me. Yeah. Who will feed me. Good one. That's one. who will feed me. Yeah. Whereas, whereas actually the challenge for us as followers of Jesus is to make sure that we're spending time with the people who might not get to see other people or who actually have really been struggling in lockdown and need some and need us, not we need them. Um, now, if you are about to spend time with me or you have been spending time with me, don't presume that I've put you all into that category straight away, please. <clears throat> oh dear. But, but what I am saying is that actually part of what it is is to come out of lockdown and to be with others is to serve others and to love others and not just to kind of go for what's a nice time. So, so, so the, you know, it's not just us all racing to the park and having a barbecue with our friends. Um, it is about us investing in other people and investing in one another. And that's going to be hard and going to be messy. Yes. <clears throat> I just want to dig into that phrase, that, that, that term, mind blindness. It was something that I didn't understand really um, 10 years ago. I didn't even know it existed. Um, but through um, the diagnosis of autism that, that we went through as a, a family, I think I, I, begun to, I began to see how there were certain um, aspects of autism that present, that pre prevent um, or prevent our child from being able to see um, a particular situation from someone else's point of view. And it's as if they're locked 
they can't they just can't see it and and i and and that that's a it's a really troubling thing there are other times when he is able to see situations from other people's point of view in a way that far exceeds anybody else's capacity that that i know which is an extraordinary thing and i know that that's the case for other people with autism but but i i think there's um, there's something about that mind blindness. So I, my, I'm, I'm blind in my mind to what someone else might be thinking about the situation that we find ourselves in, that, that I think we need to be aware of as we emerge from lockdown, because we will have become attuned to how those around us see situations. And therefore, we will uh, totally understandably have lost an understanding of how others might see situations. And, and whilst at a bigger societal um, level, we've we've looked at issues like um, racism and and, um, and injustices of the economy, and begun to think about situations from other people's point of view. That's that's an object, often an objective issue that's out there. It's not something that um, immediately makes a cost on me and how I view a situation in which I'm involved right now. And it's a, um, just as you were speaking, it's thinking, it's like, um, the, what's the worst thing that sin does mm. is it makes us all alone. Yeah. So, so one of the tragedies of the garden in Genesis is, is Adam and Eve, in, even though they're together, they're alone, actually. They, you know, and... And one of the worst things about the modern world is, is that it promotes individualism. And actually, church often does it about, you know, have you come to faith? You know, Jesus died just for you. And that is true. But actually, humanity is supposed to be, we're supposed to be family. We're supposed to be together in relationship with God. And that, sent, that mind blindness you're talking about is, is basically, it's, it's an inability to see what somebody else might be communicating. Yes. Um, and, and it can be because of a, a certain wiring of the brain but also it can be just because of a hardness of heart uh, and so there are some some of the most mind blind people we know uh, are neurotypical but just have really hard hearts where they really are the center of their world and that's the thing that we've kind of got to guard against as we come out of all of this lockdown and into being with one another is is i'm not the center of this gathering unless it's uh, your birthday or your wedding in which case for a time you are but but <laughs> you know but, yeah. but i'm i'm not i'm not that you know and that's the whole that's the that's the worst thing sin does is we all try and get on the throne ourselves and put ourselves in the middle yes uh, and, and 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 the more that we need to be on the throne the less we're able to see how anybody else is and how what they might be trying to communicate to us or what they might need and so there's a softness that we need to cultivate in our hearts and allow God to work in us that, that we might be willing to allow him to show us where we're not getting it right, knowing that we're not going to manage this perfectly. Uh, so yesterday, even as we're talking, I'm convicted of a moment yesterday where I, I turned up to Soul Food, which is a, a weekly meal we host for anyone who wants it on the, the Gloucester Road at one of our church buildings. And, and I went there prayerfully went thinking that there might be people to be praying for and managed to pray with those people was rejoicing in that but one guy as I arrived and um, pointed um, to his watch because I was late I had turned up after the meal had started and I received that as him uh, almost um, you know gently poking fun or criticizing but now as I'm thinking about mind blindness, I'm wondering whether actually what he was saying was I wanted to talk to you and you weren't here. 
and 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 now I'm thinking uh, next because I didn't get to talk to him because I then had to rush away. That that actually I I, I need to even now I'm thinking next week I need to make time to to talk to this guy because it may have been that in communicating something to me I received it as something that it was not meant as, um, which it, you know if you haven't yet listened to the previous podcast about truth because that's all about how we receive communication um and what's what's loaded into it but but i guess I, I think i hope that as you're listening to this you might be convicted by the holy spirit of of where perhaps you might have been blind in your mind to what other people might have been communicating because if we're honest we're not used to communicating so we might not actually be communicating um what we're intending to communicate and and particularly when people are coming to conversations in their insecurities, which will be manifestly the case in these next few weeks. Um, when we're insecure in set settings, we are less likely to communicate effectively. Oh, yeah. But that's where we've got the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So actually, what would it look like for me um, as you've been speaking to think about, and I'm I'm seeing uh, quite a number of people the rest of today, which actually even just the thought of it is exhausting me. <laughs> After this, it's like, oh no. Anyway, but what would it look like for me to go into every encounter praying that God would fill me, mm. enable me, but also um, would help me to consider my role in that encounter as to opening up an encounter for that person and him, um, and find and say, Lord help me to see what they need now if i go into it and but if they went into it in the same way that could be amazing but actually just to go into every encounter beforehand and pause and say lord fill me with your spirit help me to see what this person needs from you and help me to be your vehicle for that it's kind of it's like an expectation shift it's not a big one but it just requires a little bit of so if you're listening to this we're going to pray for you now lord, mm. thank you for the gift of the spirit Thank you that you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, are perfect in communication. That there has never been a misunderstanding in your history. And so, Lord, we, we pray that you would lead us by your Spirit as we relate to others. Help us to understand what is going on for them and to love them as you love them. Amen. Oh, man.